Welcome to Makumar Show. Welcome to Makumar Show, where you can achieve your goals at a lightning speed. Welcome to Makumar Show. Welcome. All right, welcome everybody. So in the show, we are going to be talking about how you can budget your money. That way, you have saved money in your bank account and increase your freedom level so if you have no freedom whatsoever because you're like always stressed about hey i got a bill coming up at the end of the month how do i pay that and that increases your stress level so how do you do that how do you decrease your stress level and increase your freedom level so that way you don't have to worry about it you can go on nice vacation whenever you want and things in that nature so let's start with this how it is possible mark how it is possible what's up now like how in the age of if we are talking about youngster how they can manage well that is a good segue so what we're going to do is we're going to categorize this podcast into three different categories one of them is going to be youngsters Mm -hmm. which will be 18 to 25 and then Another one is going to be adult, which is going to be 25 to 40. And then we are calling the older generation or senior, whatever you want to call it, 40 and plus. So for youngsters, let's just say you are a youngster and you just got out of college. You got a job which pays you $30,000. And I'm just going to use a currency of U.S. dollar because that's that's what we... I know it's very less, but as a youngster, you don't have a lot of bills. For example, you don't have a car payment, potentially. You don't have a house payment. You don't have any credit card debt. That's when you start off with. Yeah, but I have credit card. You may have credit card at the age of 18 or 25. Nobody's going to give you a credit card. If they do give you a credit card, it's going to be at a very high interest rate, like 20% or 25%, even more. And what the trick is with credit card company is they normally target young people because they don't know any better. So what they tell them is like, hey, here's a plastic or credit card that you can use, but you don't have to pay us right away. You can wait at the end of the month. And because youngsters make the mistake of swiping that card more than once in less than two days, and that one swipe could cost them potentially $200. True. And then another one could cost them another $500. And another one could cost them another $300. At the end of the month, they will owe the credit card company $1,000. <gasps> I know. Really? really. $1,000. But in the back of their mind, youngsters are like, oh, I don't have to pay right away because I don't have to pay the whole $1,000. I could just give them minimum balance, which sometimes could be $20, $30, $40. So let's just say you pay $20 on the credit card. And then the rest is $980 left. So what the credit card company is going to do is they're going to charge you a finance charge on it, which will be 20% of that $1,000. And then imagine that, 20% on $1,000, that's a lot of money. And then as a youngster, you don't know any better. So you think, I'm just going to keep on making the minimum payment and then keep on doing that. And next month comes along with the $20 you pay, then the 20% or 20 plus percent that charge your finance charge is going to be nothing. So long story short, 
for youngsters if you are going to use credit card be responsible in the way that use it like it's your debit card where you swipe the card and the money comes right out of your bank account so that way you don't have to worry about the finance charges even though 20% may not seem a lot to you at the moment but if you start to develop this habit of like oh I'm gonna pay it later I'm gonna pay it later I'm gonna pay it later as you get older those bad habits that you're forming right now can and will hurt you in the long run because right now you may just swipe the card for like thousand bucks no problem right now right but later on in your life if you continue on this pattern and keep developing this habit that thousand dollar can easily turn into twenty thousand dollar i know some people literally i kid you not that they use their credit card and their credit card debts are in hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars i am not even making this up and can you imagine if you have a house payment that's like let's say you have a house payment of five thousand dollars and on top of that house payment you have a credit card bill that you get every single month and that credit card that you have used based on your past history that you didn't change now your credit card the lump sum of debt on that is let's say twenty thousand dollars at twenty thousand dollars you have to pay minimum of let's say two hundred dollars so that's five thousand dollars on your mortgage two hundred dollars in a credit card bill and then another bills so as you can see the every month then when you check your mail you are going to be pretty stressed out so that is not the way or healthy life to live because if you're stressed out you can't think if you can't think you can't enjoy your life if you can't enjoy your life what's the point right mm, true Does, so how we save our money how we manage with that well the the trick is which most people will not tell you this even and the I, adult young and the senior citizen i'm talking about all how they can manage their how they can manage their funds their money how they can save and so that they can you know save for the better future so the trick is that which most people don't tell you that is that when you are talking about budgeting mm -hmm. you don't have to manage your money meaning what's coming in into mm -hmm. your bank account okay. whatever money you coming in that's going to come in that's going to stay constant but what you can control is the amount of money that's going to go out of your bank account meaning let's say if you are a person who likes to eat out a lot you can manage that part or control that part meaning how often you eat out how often you go out with your friends how often you spend money on going on uh let's just say traveling traveling no traveling salons, salons hair cutters hair cutting or other things in that nature that you can control you can cut them down yeah. so the question you need to ask yourself is you may not like this particular way of, of me asking it but the hard question that you have to ask yourself is what is if you're in this category where you feel like you're spending a lot of money on your let's just call this amenities mm -hmm. or luxurious lifestyle yeah. you can call it where you can cut down on that if you don't know where you can cut down you can start off by listing let's pull out a sheet of paper and write down all the things that you spend money on for example how often you spend money on your salon every single thing 
every single thing. Like Except, I, then that's things are so much that like my bills, my gas, my tax, exactly. electricity, my grocery, my parties, my like if I want to give to if I want to give somebody a present. So the list can be go on, man. Well, that's I'm glad you brought that up because the longer the list. That's where all that money is going out without you even realizing it. So you need to know where your money is potentially going. But what you can do is you compartmentalize your bucket. So you can have one bucket where you say, hey, for this bucket, I'm going to put like all of my hair salon, for example. And you can create another bucket that says, hey, this is where all my house bill is going to go. Right. So in your house bill could be your electric bill, which you need to have because you want to light in your house. Right. Duh. And then your gas bill and your cable bill. If you have cable, your Internet bill, those bills are going to remain no matter where you are in the world. Nowadays, everybody wants the Internet. Right. Mm -hmm. So those bills, they're going to stay. They will. You can minimize them, but you cannot cut them off. So that will always be this. So you have another category called be vacations. Mm -hmm. So in that category or bucket, you can say, hey, how often do I go on vacations? Can I cut those? That is completely in your control. You can con control it by cutting on. If I go on a vacation, let's say five times, yeah. the uh, five times out of the year. Mm -hmm. Great. You st if you still want to go five times out of the year, you can go, but then again, it's going to cause your money to go out the window, not coming back in. Oh. So that's how you can manage that that way. And another thing is like, even though if you do go out on a vacation, let's just say if you're going on a cruise, right? Or you're going on a weekend getaway. What most people do is they want the nicest fanciest room that they possibly can afford oh that's true it is true but if you think about it if you go on a vacation mm -hmm. how much time are you actually mm -hmm. going to spend indoors um, tell me take a wild guess how many hours does a person spend indoor maybe five hours five hours out of 24 hours so why in the world would you need a fancy room Think about that People for a second. Like it. Well, there you go. There's a difference between what you want and what you actually need. Oh, so that you mean that is not my need. That's that is not your need. That's your want. What you can do is rather than spending a lot of money on a fancy room, you can I get can a, minimize that thing. You can minimize it literally, but rather than you spending, let's say, $2,000 on a room, mm -hmm. you can get a $500 on a room. Mm -hmm. And then spend the extra mm. five hundred mm. on the other nicer thing, outdoor activities that you want. That way, you can still save thousand mm. dollars. So things small like that, you can start mm. thinking like that. So basically, budgeting or thinking about money is a mental discipline. Mm. So if you can discipline yourself mm. to do cer think certain way, then you can definitely save money. Even if you're just making. $30,000, you could still save 20000 out of the year. I know it's really hard to believe, but you believe you me. You definitely can do that. Let's move on to the next area where we'll be talking about saving. If you are in a, let's just say, adult categories, now you're a little older, a little wiser, and you may potentially have a little more debt, and then you may got have gotten married, have kids, stuff like that. 
Or maybe you're going to be retired soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. But right oh. now, let's just talk about people who are just adult, like 25 oh. to oh, 40. Gotcha. So from there, what you can do is you can do the same thing like we talked about. Create a list. Where the money's going out and where the money's coming in. Or rather, how many checks are coming in your bank account. If you are just a, one of those people who just works nine to five job, more than likely you're just gonna have one income hmm. per person. So if you are coupled, you're gonna have two incomes coming in potentially. And then if you wanna go on a nice vacation, then you need to figure out, hey, like the example that I get, is it better to have a better or nicer or fancier room? Or is it better to have an average room which because you're just going to go there and sleep anyway, right? And then save the other money, go on outdoor activities, and then other part of it you could just save. And then also, and this is the topic that I am extremely passionate about it, and it doesn't make any sense to me, but people are still doing this, which doesn't make any making sense, which is the, if you are an adult, 25 to 40 category, where the company's like, hey, you can come join our 401k plan and we will match you from dollar to dollar, which is great, perfect. It's a nice sales pitch, that's all it is. The way I look at it, it's a government way, legally robbing you of your money i know it's a very bold statement but literally it's a government's way of legally robbing you of your money because what happens if with 401k is you start with a company let's say company a and they say hey we are going to contribute whatever you put in and then we'll match it so let's say you put in three percent every month or every week however often you get paid you take that three percent of your total money so let's just say out of $100, $3 goes in to your 401k. Mm. And then company puts a $3 on 401k for your plan, for your retirement. So some company matched from dollar to dollar or whatever the case might be. So whatever you put in, the company's going to put in. But the trick is that, let's say if you have some hardship, you need that money from your 401k. It is extremely hard for you to get that money. Even though it is your money, the government's like, we can't give it to you until you retire. So what happens, God forbid, if you have been doing this for five years, and let's say you have, I don't know, I'm just gonna throw a number out here, $60,000 in your 401k. Mm. God forbid, you died. What do you think happens to that money? Take a wild guess. Think about it for a second. Exactly. I mean, I don't want to put give you any answer, but you can possibly think if the government has the money and you died, you don't have next of kin. What do you think is going to happen to that money? No idea, man. I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to get in trouble by saying some things, blah, blah, blah. But I have a strong opinion, which is my opinion, that 401k is the government's legal way of robbing you of your money. So alternative way is but let me before i go to that another way is let's just say you turn to 65 and you have hundred thousand dollars in your 401k 50 percent of that is going to be gone because government is going to tax you so you tell me the three percent that you put on for the let's say 15 20 
15, 20, 30 years, whatever that you worked on, and you accumulated $100,000, 50% is gone. So whatever your company matched to it, it's pretty much gone. So whatever you put in there, it's your money that you want to get back. So why not create a habit or you can even open up another bank account if you like that you don't touch and you put that 3% right into your bank account and then keep on doing that for let's say 10 years. So 3% for 10 years and then the better option is that you have the possibility or not even possibility you definitely have the option of touching that money for whatever you need whenever you need it there is no possible way anyone can stop you because it's your money so this particular option does give you flexibility to gain the freedom so let's just say you've been putting this money for 10 years and all of a sudden you need that money for opening up another business Hmm. you could literally go to the bank Take that money out, open a business, no one's ever going to stop you. Exactly, because that's my money. Exactly. So shouldn't that be the case? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't you have the option to do whatever you want with your money? Yeah. So why would you not want to have that option? And instead, you are giving your money away to the government and saying, hey, I'm not going to touch you until, turn, until I turn 65. So I have to be promised by myself. Like, okay, fine. Like, I have to be... Think about it, right? Yeah. So if... Makes sense, man. Uh, if you start... Basically, uh, if you want to... I have to be loyal by my own. Like, okay, I don't have to touch this money no matter what. Yep. And that's why... This I su- is the key only. Yeah, that's, that is the key. And that's why I suggest you opening up another bank account where, just like your 401k, the reason why you can't touch that money because you don't see that money. Because it's out of sight out of mind you don't think about it it doesn't exist and that is why i suggested that you should open up another bank account that way is out of sight out of mind so anything you would like to ask up now i was thinking mark why don't we do one thing not me everybody like even you or maybe you are doing that right so guys why don't you do one thing let's go for a challenge for a week two week one month Let's just do one week for now. Let's one see week, how that yeah. goes. Just be loyal to yourself, not to anybody. Yes, I'm talking about to loyal be yourself. You can minimize your things whatsoever, the bills and the other budgets you have or I have. I can control on it and half of the money I can donate it. I like in back of my mind, I think in that way I can donate that particular amount, a dollar, $10, $20, $30 up to me. Right? So we can start like this? So Does it make sense, Mark? It, it does make sense. Let me clarify a couple of things. What you can do is, let's say if you make $100 a week, just for giggles, right? Mm-hmm. And then out of the $100, just save 10% of that $100. Yeah, but it's depend person to person. How, like, no, I'm just, I'm just... Maybe I'm not able to save 100 I can save 20 or 40 No, what I'm saying is, let's just say if you, yeah. right, you make $100 yeah. a week. Yeah. Just for now. Oh. So out of the hundred dollars, you're gonna save ten percent, which is ten dollars. Yeah. So you c- literally get an envelope. You put that ten dollars in that envelope. And oh. I- 
We can do 80-20, 80-20. Or you could do 80-20 rule, you could do 90-10 rule, 50, or 50-20 rules, yeah, or whatever the rules, anything. whatever amount you want. But I think it's better if you start off small because if you start off, if you have a really bad habit of not saving money and you try to go to 80-20 or 50-20. Trust me, guys, this one is the best example and best thing. Let's give a challenge to ourselves. Right. So let's just, let's just do a challenge challenge yourself to have a mental discipline to say hey every week that i get a money from anywhere paycheck or somebody give you extra money or whatever the case may be combine it together and say hey out of the whole amount that i have i'm just going to use that as a hundred dollars as a standard or simple example out of the hundred dollars i'm going to save ten percent Hmm. which is going to be $10. I'm going to take that $10, put it in the envelope, simple as that. And I'm going to put it away. And I'm going to do this for a month, every single month. What that will do is, it's going to create a mental discipline to say, hey, I, I can't do this. This is not that hard. Yeah. And once you start to see, you can do it. And then one day, all of a sudden, let's just say you did this for two months. All of a sudden, you just cleaning your house or going around your business, whatever, and then you see this envelope full of money. Imagine that for one split second, how well or how good you will feel when like, oh shit, I got money. Like, wow, like, I feel so excited about that. <laughs> like, what? I got money. Like, I can actually do something with this, right? Money, so much money. Exactly, I got $100. <laughs> but the point is, like, you just need to discipline yourself to save that mm. money or save anything. Or basically, what are you going to do is you're going to create a rule that says you can actually physically do this if you would and that's going to i promise you it's going to extremely revolutionize the way you think about money how easy it is to save money get an envelope mm -hmm. save straight away i have the envelope yeah there you go if you don't want to start with 10 percent, start with three percent any percent one percent right. doesn't I really matter on the envelope let's like say 10 i can save 10 percent. okay 10 percent. yeah so what you can do is 10 percent on the envelope, write mm. down. And then you write down the date and the amount that you put in. All right, I mentioned today's date. Today's date and the amount you put in, and All then right. come next week. I put $100 in it. Right, come next week, you do the same thing. And sure. the next week, you do the same thing. Do that for a month and see how easy that will become. That will be how you save money. The money that you already have and that way you can save it for later on another way another way like i already said is saving money is managing your debt how you can control your debt let's say you have a credit card debt of five thousand dollars let's just say right so rather than you paying just a bare minimum hmm. you want to pay that off first so rather than paying twenty dollars try to pay hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or whatever you possibly can mm -hmm. so by following the envelope systems at the end of let's say one month you can say hey i'm gonna take this money and give it to credit card people i'm done wow wow oh my god that's really amazing i know it's just that's, so you just basically creating systems saying hey this system is gonna go this so then what that will wow. do is it's gonna have money work for you instead of you working for the money meaning you create this envelope system, say, hey, this envelope is for my credit card bills. I'm going to put it in there. Done. I don't think about it, right? Oh. This envelope is vacation. 
That's a great example. Envelope system is what I call it. You put a little bit of money every single month or however often you choose to do. I would do it weekly. Just say $20 every month. I mean $20 every week. You're going to put it in this envelope and blah, blah, blah. Put it in, put it in, put it in, put it in. And six months later, if you want to go on vacation, you go to that particular envelope. You not, take, you're not... Um, what are you trying to say? Think about it. Come back to me if you want. <laughs> No. What are you trying to say? I just want to say, like, you don't want to touch your pocket, your credit card, debit card, and you can travel from the savings. Travel from the savings. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say as well is the fact that if you create this envelope system, you stick on money in there, and when you're ready to go on a vacation, let's say six months from the point when you started, you literally can go to the envelope, take out the money, and go on any way you want because you've already been saving it. You never have to use your credit card for this. Wow. I am imagining it. I'm imagining it. Wow. Like, I don't have to touch my bank accounts. I have money at my home. Whoa. I don't have to even think about it for a second. Exactly. So if you start thinking that way, envelope system, hey, this envelope is for money. I mean, for my vacation. So you go in there, you get the envelope, you pay for the vacation, you have a nice time, you come back, you start the process again. And then that's how you also minimize your uh, credit card debt. And then also you save for your retirement as well for your retirement, not 401k crap. Actually, the money that you can touch, feel and do whatever you want with it. So having said that, if you have any suggestion that you think is a better make sure you leave us a, a comment or send us a, a comp email? Com, email us as well we'll leave the link in our description or in show notes where you can send us a, a email so let us know what you guys think of this particular podcast and what we can do to better serve you to help you out more so Without any further ado, I think this will wrap it up. Hey guys, if you love the show in iTunes, please do subscribe and comment. Bye-bye.